What's up, world? It's your boy Sway from MTV News, and we are back for episode 43 of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. My name is Jonah. Follow KLR on every possible thing you can. Feed our ego. Joining me today here in the palatial studio, not on FaceTime audio, and with a decent microphone, it's Nick from Soccer. Hey, what's up? Really like that depressing-ass foghorn in the <laughs> intro there. Now, I, what is a foghorn? <laughs> That's a tugboat horn. Is that the same oh. thing? Maybe they're doing it through the fog. Not joining us today, Amelia Wolf. Hope you're listening. It's Zach. He's busy moving into his new house. That's right, ladies. He's a homeowner. Get at him. Also not joining us, but I saw him. He's real still. Saturday afternoon, it's Chad. Mm. Ah, spit. But before we go any further, you may have noticed something different about the intro as Nick mentioned. I was told to listen to an episode of soccer podcaster slash humorous The Cooligans in which... Thanks to Scott Wilson. They gave a bit of a shout out to KLR, but what I first noticed was they use the same air horn we do to start their episodes, and it appears they've been at this game longer than we have, so I've decided to replace the air horn with an adorable tugboat horn and a lion's roar. So goodbye, air horn. You served us well for almost a year, but the world keeps spinning, and we move on without you. I really think you need to go with the Vuvuzuela, as we talked about. <laughs> Zuelas. Uh, as for this week... Jovela? <laughs> fuck Jovela. There's not really anyone in or out, uh, but Nick does want to talk about the roster because he's been following very closely this offseason. There are finally some games to at least somewhat recap, recap and uh, we'll do that even though we haven't seen more than the goals themselves. Then we'll hear from Kevin Wallace for an international tinge. After that, it's time for this week's edition of Popery, where we'll talk about everything from Music Hall, the loss of our beloved Orange Stadium glow, and so, so much more. As usual, I don't know if, uh, Nick, I know you haven't seen this, but uh, our buddy John Harks, he's been getting the band back together. He got Omar Muhammad, a couple other random year one FCC players for his, uh, let's see if I can remember the name of the team. Greenville Triumph, I feel like, he's the coach of. I think but that's yeah, right. It's, yeah. uh, it's like FCC year one. And um, to all of them, you already know, they've signed a contract. So they're permanently allowed in the John Harks John Hark, Cave, John Hark, Cave of, wonders. of Wonders. Harks, I hope you can recreate that magic. Isn't our boy on the team, uh, Pollock? Tyler Pollock, is he? I thought he's on the team too, right? Or is he, he with somebody else? This is too important not to look up. I hope he's not on that team because they are in the USL League One. St. Louis FC. Oh. We've talked about that. <laughs> I guess you haven't been listening. <laughs> you were able to trick me. But cats, yeah, the cat's Green, out of the bag. Yeah, Greenville Triumph is in the second division of USL. So that would be unfortunate for Tyler Pollack. Okay. US Open Cup star. Uh, also this week, as usual, but maybe not for long, because I still haven't heard back from their head of, uh, I don't know, whoever's in charge of sponsorships, Speedway, Speedway. home of the Speedy Freeze. Yesterday I was really jonesing for Speedy Freeze, even though it was very cold outside. It just goes to show, no matter the weather, Speedy Freeze is always on my mind. Nick, have you gone to Speedway in the last, let's say, two months? I don't mean to drop a bomb on you, but uh, I've been kind of a UDF guy here lately, and I think it's because of the Carl Linder Association. I'm just kind of showing a little bit more of my allegiance to the team by going to UDF. Um, this isn't good, I know, for the sponsorship that you're working on with Speedway right now. <laughs> they but, listen to every episode. But if I can be real for a second. Always. Totally bought some new beanies at UDF. 
So there's that. Nick from Soccer, first man to buy clothes from UDF. <laughs> I don't know if you ever noticed this, but a lot of old UDFs, they turn them into random kind of stop and shops. There's one up Coleraine Avenue where you can see like t-shirts and other apparel in the window. Are you sure it wasn't one of those? <laughs> fake, that's, you know? that's where I get all my clothes. So. <laughs> There's also a Sunoco that has like uh, five t-shirts for $10. <laughs> like, who's getting their shirts at Sunoco? The answer is Nick. No, but uh, yeah, Zach already threw a little weight behind UDF because he mentioned they have the digital readouts on the tire pressure. Oh, damn. I remember that, actually. That's one I listened to. And they have their version of the Speedy Freeze, the UDF fucking... Carl Freeze. I forget what it's called. Well, maybe you're lighting a fire under Speedway to get on their goddamn horse. Because, you know, there's other options out there for us, you know? I don't want to give away our listenership, but let's just say it's on an incline. We have not peaked yet. We just keep climbing. Speedway. Speedway. First up, we'll call it the IMG Recap. Recap. Our beloved team, of which Nick can name all the players, down in Florida, getting their preseason on. Unfortunately, no streams except for uh, about half of the Montreal game. Thanks to a Montreal employee, Liz, I'm looking your way. Um, people were tweeting at, Nick, I don't know if you saw this, people were tweeting at Pat Brennan saying, hey man, could you like just hold up your phone? Pat <laughs> Brennan said, what kind of data plan do you think I have? Just like uh, that. Uh, basically, Nick, what kind of data plan does Pat Brennan have? Apparently not Cricket an... wireless? Like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> Apparently not an unlimited one. Yeah, he's, he's totally hitting that cricket up, man. <laughs> My man works for uh, uh, the only newspaper in Cincinnati <laughs> and has limited data. Uh, how are you going to make it through the MLS season, bro? Also, Nick, I don't know if you saw this. That'll be the lead of every sentence I start. <laughs> uh, he tweeted about getting back to his hotel and where he parked or something was by this, I don't know, some waterway. And it said there may be gators in it. And he said he waited in his car for 20 minutes because he was afraid to get out of his car. Now, is that just a, a made-up anecdote? Or do you think Pat Brennan was really? I don't know, man. I, I've, like, I've had, um, I've, I've heard stories of some really crazy gator situations down there. So I'm just going to have to say, yeah, he's probably definitely making that up. There's no Are way. you talking about that kid who got yanked at Disney World? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking no, dude. Yeah, it's real. Um, Also, it just brought me back to that time. I think it was Richmond where Pat Brennan got locked in. That's what. That's exactly (laughs) the first thing I thought about. I was like, didn't this guy get locked into his stadium? Like, what the fuck is he doing? First off, buy yourself some more data so you can Google Maps your way out of there. As for the games itself, um, you know, Nick, let's be real. He's been ninety nine percent in the loop. 1% 1% out of the loop, but uh, for his benefit and for yours, I got the starting lineups for the first three preseason games. So if we want to try to extrapolate what that means for our starting lineup going forward, let me just say all the players that have started all three games. TT, Nick Hagland, your your best friend. Xavier product. I can't make this stuff up, folks. Matthew Deployer and Adi. Those are the only four who have started every game. Now, some of them were just getting rest in the third game. But um, I think it's safe to say, and this is music to my ears, the plan, in case you thought he was just a novelty brought in to um, gain favor with KLR fans. No, he's he's the real deal. And uh, I think he's going to be starting. Nick, when you look at these random names, well, what does it all mean? I, I, I'm i seeing Kendall Watson on there, and I didn't yeah, see he's it. Yeah, he's a lock. Yeah, I didn't see, obviously, the streaming. Um, no I one would, did. Well... Well, yeah, no one's actually saw the stream. Which is a whole other issue. I was, I guess, loosely following along to some of uh, Brennan's on, 
um, limited data plan text. <laughs> uh, but I, I heard uh, about the red card, and I was kind of curious if there was any more information about that. Like, Apparently, the guy gets a lot of red cards. And someone so posted hearing, on yeah. RMLS, and they're like, classic Kendall. But it seemed, uh, first of all, it seems stupid to give a straight red in a glorified scrimmage. Just let the guy play. But, yeah, really. um, and Dom came in, and in that game, not to skip ahead, he got an assist He on a cross from Nazmi. And Dom put it on a plate for Lasso, who buried it home. And uh, the other big thing, if we're just making assumptions based on stuff we don't know, everybody <laughs> has been saying, based on the thing, that... Our B team has been the good team, and our USL guys have been the good guys. Well, I see a lot of involvement from our USL guys on a lot of the goals. I mean, it, it would seem that that's probably the case. But also, like, even to run a play, like, I've, I've been hearing a lot of, like, what you're saying is that they're actually performing really well, which is really heartwarming, actually. <laughs> it is. Now, how much of it is because they're going against the other team's B team? I don't know, but... uh Confidence is good no matter what. I don't know. I saw Nazmi going up against Rooney, man. A little bit touch and go there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the image that Nazmi put out, it looks like he's capping a feel on uh, Wayne's Bruni. And I <laughs> replied with a gif of like a guy like shifting his eyes from side to side. I really was hoping that that would blow up. I uh, swear. Like, did, did not anyone else see what I'm seeing here? I swear to God, I almost made that tweet that <laughs> Nazmi was grabbing Wayne's Rooney. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm glad you said it. I can imagine you just like folding your arms after that and like nodding like, yes, <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> but let's go through game by game quickly. First game against Montreal, we give up, uh, we get slashed to pieces. I saw the goal by the star of Montreal. I believe his name is Piatti. Second half, uh, this is the theme. We've only scored in the second half. 49th minute, a lasso long ball to Darren Maddox, who uh, put it home, which is good for several reasons. That game ended 1-1. We played the Rapids in the next game. Again, we score in the second half. 59th minute, Nazmi to end down to Lasso. Like I said, the game ends 1-0. Third game against DC United. Again, uh, we score in the second half. 81st minute. That was an, a USL all-star goal. Saw that one. That was great. That one ends 1-1 as well. well I do want to say real, something real quick. Please sorry. To, um, not really that sorry, but... <laughs> Manu's ball through was that he played to Nazmi right Nazmi Manu Manu yeah may they call Manny you got Rooney on the brain Manu <laughs> yeah Manu's ball through that final ball was was pretty clutch from from what I saw on the it footage great, it was a great run by um Nazmi if anyone was looking for the USL guys to fall flat on their face they definitely haven't done that they've taken yep. the challenge they look like they uh you yeah, know yeah they if mean you thought business. that eat shit man <laughs> yeah Fuck you, straw man, whoever you are out there. I'm sure somebody said it. But, um, yeah, so let's see in the preseason. Hopefully we can, I don't know, score a goal in the first half. So all we can assume, first half bad, second half good. USL players good. MLS players are trash. Nick, does it mean anything? It means a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> It's a fair, it's a fair answer. But yeah, I guess we shouldn't expect us to be amazing. It's, just, it's a random assortment of players we've thrown together. Yeah, it would I mean, have been kind of weird if we were fucking just amazing from the start. Yeah, It'd be I a mean, confusing. I think, yeah, I think that's right. I don't think we can really establish any type of meaning or anything at this point. I think Zach said in an earlier podcast, or maybe it was through text, about like people are already asking Koch about like. This, are, are these new players conforming to your style of play? And it's like, you yeah, know. that was day three. Yeah, like day three. And it's like, I think it's it's like if we learned anything from last year, we're bringing in all those guys. Like, it takes a little bit, man. Like, it, it takes a little bit for the cohesiveness to start really showing. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, like, really cautious to 
try to derive any type of meaning or anything. I think that we definitely got some ballers on the team and, uh, you know, it seems as though they're putting things together at this stage, but you can never really know. I don't think this early on. Well, at least we're safe with our first few games of the MLS season. We're playing some real chumps. We'll be able to work out the kinks on the field. <laughs> don't need to worry <laughs> about our first few opponents. But yeah, hopefully by the end at this, uh, what's it, the Carolina Challenge Cup thing where we're playing Columbus and some other teams. By the end of that, which are streamed. No thanks to you, Pat. Hopefully we'll get a better idea. Also, this just came in on The Wire, a.k.a. Twitter, a few days ago. <laughs> uh, ben Lunt, one of our draftees, goalkeeper, loaned out to Lou City. Can you believe it? Mm. I guess uh, the ice has really thought on that one now that mm. we're not in direct competition. Nick, do you have any opinion? Uh, are you just happy he's on actually on a good team? Uh, or are you like, whoa? Yeah, I don't know. It always feels kind of dirty to have some type of association like that with Lewis City. It's quite dirty. And uh, yeah, I think that's what makes me extremely uncomfortable. Like, it, <laughs> This would be a much more palatable situation if it was like fucking anyone else, I guess. Other than <laughs> Indy, City. because they have all of our players. Yeah, right. Uh, but it, it, it did warm my heart a little bit that their fans seemed quite upset with it, <laughs> which made me <laughs> happier about it. They seemed more upset than we are. Because it kind of makes them seem like the little brother. For like, hey, can you borrow our player for a little bit? <laughs> That's a good point. I did not think of it like that. <laughs> but I will give props to Louisville. They did put out a video of the coach talking to, I don't know who the guy was talking to, but basically it was a back and forth, you know, shitting on the whole shitty reaction to it. Danny, how long have I been talking to you about Ben Loon? Uh, Four months, at least, right? At least four months, yeah. Why have I thought that Ben might be a good goalkeeper to bring in our club. Because he fits our culture, uh, fits our style of play. Um, he's a really good goalkeeper. Do we want to bring the best possible players into our club? For every position. Why? To make us better. Yeah, what's our ultimate goal? To win another f-ing championship. Bam. <laughs> that was nice, and which leads me to believe he's actually going to get some playing time there. Also, um, Nick... I'll let you name all of our draft picks after this. I've but, been uh, waiting for it. <laughs> all of our draft picks have been signed. So um, all you haters out there, if you thought we didn't mean business, we mean business with all of them. And my man, uh, Nick, this is the name for you, Rashawn Daly. I'm okay. Calling, I'm calling him. He's going to be our new Russ. Okay. Uh, he went to Quinnipiac. Tall, lanky, uh, Jamaican under 20. That's a nice touch. Probably better than Adi already. And uh, just his touch, which is probably not true either. But uh, yeah, I've been pushing him real hard with little information just to make him extra like Russ. So he's the name to remember. And he did. He got to start the third game. As far as I know, he didn't do anything because I couldn't see it. But uh, yeah, so well, Rashawn. I, well, I think at this point, I mean, your word is like gospel. I mean, the whole, I mean, you called it the Plagne thing, right? <laughs> the Plagne. The Plagne. That's a hard G. The Plagne. Nailed it. Why would anyone doubt you and your, <laughs> what's the word, premonitions at this point? I, yeah, I've had no good predictions about players already on our team being good or not. Because <laughs> if I had my way, Lance Lang would have been, <laughs> you know, the top player for the whole uh, Dude, season. you remember last year, you mean Zach were on the Lance Lang train after that uh, Nashville preseason game. Yeah. And, uh, he has a rocket foot, that's for sure. Oh, dude. It's probably, maybe it's for the best we couldn't see these streams. Because imagine the kind of... <laughs> conclusions we'd be jumping to i mean people are already doing that without seeing it it's like oh it looks like looks like this is season's all about this guy who i've never seen yeah you can't you can't do it because it's like yeah we we saw that in the preseason last year we had some real standout players that kind of faded you know and so whatever i'd also say maybe uh we were right about lance lang and uh really right about Koch. 
<laughs> something to think about. Um, but yeah, preseason rolls along. Nick, you have any final thoughts about these three games that we didn't see any of? You know, um, very, I mean, just borderline life-changing for me. No, actually, like I said, I've, I've seen some of the highlights, and it's hard to like even look at, even if it was streamed, it would be difficult for me to look at it and try to like you know get all excited about it because there's just you just never know who we're playing against like like you said it could be a b team and some guys are have a good showing you know earlier in the season and they just kind of like i said fade into obscurity or whatever and so yeah no no nothing uh nothing nothing to really write home about i don't think i will say they look like uh they look like they're growing out pretty hard they look like they're uh friendly Got lots of hanging out, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like that's, they're building some bonds. I saw the picture of uh, Manu was talking to the young guy. Was that you that posted that on, on Twitter? Uh, no, Frankie? somebody tagged me. In it, oh, okay. You know? They said Ledesma's son part two. <laughs> uh, Ledesma's son's already taller than Amaya, so <laughs> shouts to him. Uh, but yeah, so whatever. Keep doing what you're doing. Luckily, the next games will be streamed, except for they got a scrimmage. No, I guess I just got a, a preseason game. It's all the same. Against Indy 11 on Tuesday at the great time of 1 p.m. So get out there. I was going to try to go, but now it sounds impossible. But if you can make it out there and you want to hold up your phone, stream it for me. I will Venmo you $3, no questions asked. <laughs> Not who, even joke. Who were you hitting up? I was the IMG people. You were hitting up $5 for them to stream it from the top well, of the kept, stands. I kept tagging like the Bradenton tourist board. <laughs> They're totally in charge yeah. of that, man. <laughs> I go, who the fuck? What? I don't know what this guy's talking about. And I wanted to do a Craigslist ad. I was definitely going to do one, but it cost uh, 10 bucks. For the ad, your like, your relentlessness was admirable. I will say, <laughs> it's like, am I willing to spend ten bucks on a joke? But now it's time for this week's edition of Kevin's Kevin Wallace, Red Army's finest, Secretary of the Pride, tour guide of the Sign Museum. Um, shout out to letting us use the Sign Museum last night for the Pride scarf release. What a party. He's back again, and he's got some thoughts. So, Kevin, your time starts now. We've got Champions League football starting next week, and no, not that nonsense going on in Europe. This is CONCACAF Champions League football. Five MLS teams are in the knockout tournament, so let's get into it. The champions, and therefore representatives of Canada, are Toronto, and they'll be playing against Panamanian side Independente. In, Independente. In, the favorites for MLS in last year's champions, Atlanta, will be playing against Costa Rican side Herediano. Sporting Kansas City faces Mexican side Toluca. Now the winner of this match will play the winner of Toronto and the other team. New York Red Bulls face off against Atletico Pantoya from the Dominican Republic. And finally, the winners of the Open Cup, Houston Dianamo, will be facing Guatemalan side Guastatoya. Every team an MLS side faces is in the bottom half of their league right now, and there is still no English broadcast partner in the U.S. Viva CONCACAF! E. Jack Warner! Wow. Uh, Spectacular. Kevin, I want to apologize. I don't know why you get fucking blown up at the end of every one of these uh, segments. <laughs> Nick, what was your favorite part? The party said in the middle. <laughs> oh, my God. So around like 30 seconds. 
<laughs> it's really. Uh, but now for all the rest of it, it's this week's edition of Popery. Nick, I was just telling you about this. Our favorite player, Matthew Duplan. I sent him a DM from the Knifey Lion Radio Instagram. I asked him if he had seen his song, heard his song, and um, he responded almost instantly. A couple weeks later, <laughs> said uh, <laughs> said I did hear the song. Some friends played it for me. I loved it. I need your what do you say? I need your name. Waist size. I think he wants to buy me pants. Uh, but yeah, then I responded again. And you know, I said I wanted to give him a scarf from Knifeline Radio. He said, thanks. Some thumbs up. So, like, if you're wondering if I'm on a personal level with Duplan, the answer is yes. We've been in each other's DMs and it's been very fulfilling. <laughs> Nick, when I first had the Emergency Matthew Duplan podcast, did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams it would lead all the way to this? You know, maybe before last year, I would have said no, but. Since, you know, Kenny Walker and I became really good friends at the the Drivers Bureau that one day. <laughs> Who could forget? You know, I mean, I, so anything's possible with these guys, man. I mean, you can you can really get personal with them. Oh, and Kevin Gibson? Yeah, Kevin Gibson. <laughs> um, he used to be named Tyler. Um, yeah, that's another one. We still kind of catch up. You know, I, every time I see Deplon out there wearing FCC gear and, like, interacting with fucking Corbin Bone, I, I, I give myself a little pinch. <laughs> Usually in the butt, <laughs> and I'm just, I just can't, it's just so weird. Gotta uh, say, his name gives me anxiety as someone who took Spanish. <laughs> that is a hard ass G at the end there, man, well, for me. Well, Nick Subes is still calling him Deplane, even though I've heard him say his own name several times. It's Deplane. Uh, the other somewhat large news of the week, Nick, I know this hurt you mm-hmm. deep down inside. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of under the radar, FCC threw it out there that uh, the glowing orange, the light up part of the roof exterior has just been uh, axed and sent um, to hell. I don't know, <laughs> but it's <laughs> gone and uh, it's kind of unceremoniously just uh, thrown in the garbage. Yeah, dude, I'm like, uh, I'm legitimately bummed about that because, you know, and, and all the, uh, you know, all the depictions of the stadiums that we've got early on. What's that word I'm looking for? What are the early renderings? Depiction? Yeah, renderings. That's right. Yeah, they always had this light, and then you see what, what Minnesota's doing. I think that looks fucking really cool. I'm a yeah. big lighting guy. I like light, so I was bummed, man. Really, like. Well, that was pretty much the only thing about it from the outside. There wasn't like another. There's not another element to hang your hat on. Now, apparently, they're working on something else as a replacement. I'm skeptical because mm-hmm. I've seen this happen before. Uh, DC was supposed to have a roof. They don't. Uh, Orlando was supposed to have this crazy exterior that they don't. And um, so that's why I was happy Minnesota actually went through with it. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just worried this is the first of like a, a list of things they're going to start chopping off. Because apparently we're not exactly rolling in the dough at the moment. Was <laughs> he? I've heard. Like you said that like they, the new rendering show, like only half the stadium's covered by the, the overhang, correct? Did yeah. you just say that? I feel like I was like not listening to you. No, that was, no, I didn't say that. Oh. I'm just worried that I was listening to you. By the end, there's not going to be a roof. I don't know what the deal was. Like, there was some people on Twitter were saying that it looked like pretty low budget, I guess. Well, if there's no, if you just take away the the glowing roof, it's just like some metal beams. (laughs) So hopefully they're going to add something else. I'll uh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, like I have with every other fucking thing. (laughs) As long as they put in the slide. Like the Milwaukee Brewers guy. Exactly. Come on, Carl. I mean, yeah, Come on, Carl. <laughs> also, when it comes to the stadium, these guys just can't get enough. Music Hall came out with this study saying uh, FCC's stadium noise is going to be a distraction for performances and it'll be audible inside. Uh, apparently, this was tested by somebody firing a shotgun on the roof of Music Hall. 
And, um, you know, I got my own scientific study. It's called My Common Sense. And I say, you're not going to be able to hear a fucking thing from the stadium in there. I don't know. The whole thing just feels like a shakedown. Everyone wants their peace. And in their report, they mention how they have issues with their roof. And um, it sounds like they just want to get some money to fix their roof. And this is like their way to get it. Um, Nick, you know where the stadium's going to be. You know where Music Hall is. How loud do you think it's going to be? Well, the first thing that comes to mind about this whole situation is uh, how fucking redneck is it to shoot a shotgun off <laughs> on the roof of a building and use it as some type of like like legitimate test for this situation? I mean, is there? can't we think of something else that's loud that maybe doesn't, I don't know, well, and they're spray birdshot like and fucking... Comparable noise length to like peak volume inside of a stadium first of all it will be outside and hopefully there'll be a roof keeping it in and uh secondly i mean sorry no go ahead you do your second i, I didn't you have do one it. so it was a perfect time <laughs> i was gonna think of it as after the word was finished oh that's the, the thirdly nick, the nick thompson method just keep talking and try to make and while i'm on the subject let no me but like music hall is a building specifically designed for fucking sound and they are pissed off because their building can't handle sound like don't you guys put on massive fucking concerts inside there like if it's that fickle what are you doing like well i guess it makes perfect sense you're trying to shake down people to get money to fix the the bullshit i guess yeah and um i've never heard complaints about like fireworks from the reds or the, the, the electronic music show that goes on in Washington Park that Chad brought up. Yes. I don't know. The whole thing just... Stinks. It's either about a roof or it's about parking. And now the ballet is like says, don't sign off on the stadium deal until FCC comes to a, a parking arrangement with us. It's like, come on, people. So everybody just chill out. But the music hall thing, you know, and then people were upset that uh, some FCC fans were going too hard at uh, music hall. I don't know if... Um, they're lumping me and let's say three deaf into that because of our memes or that we've been attacking musical but i'm not gonna let them set the narrative i'm gonna set the narrative right back and my narrative is that they're being a bunch of fucking babies and uh don't give them a goddamn cent carl uh like i said jeff cappell's been going hard uh, mr lego hair himself <laughs> he fucking <laughs> this guy is such a fucking loser Blue Ash Council member, obsessed with Cincinnati in all aspects of life. Nick, before I murder Jeff Cappell, <laughs> yeah, do you have yeah. any uh, well, I just, uh, yeah, metaphorically, I just Jeff? Please don't say I just want to shout out to Todd Carnes. I've seen you going toe-to-toe with this guy. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah. I mean, I got Jeff Cappell in a fight over Todd all day, every day. <laughs> that Lego head comes down and smashes you right in the chin. But I got blocked by Jeff Cappell, as most of us have been. Because I brought up the fact, um, this it's an anecdote, I believe it to be true, I was told this in all sincerity, Jeff Kappel took a first date out to Wendy's and made the woman pay for the food. Oh my god, <laughs> really? Yes! It's a real anecdote. Now, where it started and where it ends, I don't know. But uh, I, I mentioned that in one of my tweets, just offhand. I thought it would be a pleasant back and forth. I mentioned him taking a date to Wendy's. I was immediately blocked. <laughs> Now, See, why else would you block someone unless you didn't want that like on your timeline about the truth? Did you think there was going to be like a like he was going to be chuckling and have a little like fun or be like lighthearted? What, what are you like, even talking about? No, he was like, oh god, it was it was another McDonald's. One. Okay, you're blocked. <laughs> another one found out about it. 
I believe Todd brought up uh, <laughs> the Wendy's date as well. So um, I would never tell people to tweet at Jeff Kappel about his date that he took to Wendy's. <laughs> that would be the last thing I would suggest. So if you're listening right now and you're like, is he like kind of subconsciously trying to get us to tweet at Jeff Kappel about taking a date to Wendy's and making her pay? I'm not doing that. Definitely should not tweet at Jeff Kappel about his Wendy's date. It's the last thing you should do. It'll make him very upset. So the last thing you want to do is get on Twitter now, later, from an alt account. <laughs> Tell your friends. Just tweet it on your timeline about Jeff Kappel taking his date to Wendy's. Hashtag Wendy's romance. And I don't want to sound like I'm bashing someone for going to Wendy's. Hey, I'm Mr. Wendy's. I eat the shittiest food in the world. Uh, I'm actually, much to my wife's chagrin, I've become a Burger King guy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't care for the liquid smoke. I say that's pure, 100% flame-broiled flavor, baby. <laughs> Their burgers are fucking enormous. They make me sick every time. And their spicy chicken is actually spicier than Wendy's. So they got that going for them, too. Listen, I don't want to get on a tangent. All I'm saying is, if you think I'm just ripping on Jeff Kappel for going to Wendy's, no. Jeff, all day, every day. But taking a first date to Wendy's and then having people possibly tweet at you about it, I mean, it's got to burn. Nick, what is the cheapest first date food you would feel comfortable taking a date on? You know what oh I'm saying? Boy. Yeah, no. Like, what no. would be like the lowest price where you wouldn't feel like, oh god, uh, this, she's judging me? This is a very uh, this question is very timely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. Just. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, you know that is a very good question for uh, first date. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I, I mean, me. The probably the cheapest I'd go would be like, I don't know. Probably orchids at Palm Court. <laughs> Just no. There's people out there on a budget who are looking for a real answer. Okay, no, for real. Um, you know, it's like I, some kind of like I bet like a food truck kind of thing, or yeah. Like, you know, some hip kind of thing, or like a some I don't know. barbecue. You know, or like something. I, I like I was um, like I said, this question is very timely. Um, <laughs> uh, agave and rye was uh, a spot that. I thought would be a good, you know, it's like a gourmet taco place. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the tacos are kind of pricey, but it's worth it. I mean, it's first day. It just depends on how far you really. So you're not going to go much cheaper than that. Or, well, Alto's Pizzeria is also a good spot to any, go. So any, any non-chain pizza I'm not calling place. it a date. It could be even called a hangout. Yeah. So. <laughs> don't want to. You know wanna, who you are. Don't want to intimidate them too much on the first one. But let's just say uh, a chain first date. Probably not a great idea. I feel like you're really, you're really idea. trying to find out what I really like. No. You're, you're trying to like, are you trying to get to like what chain? No, I'm saying that would be a good uh, benchmark. Could be ha- probably not a chain. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's that's pretty sound advice for sure. Although I think there could be a woman out there who would appreciate Taco Bell on a first date. I mean, I, like I would Taco do it Bell. just to feel them out. Like, are you in it for me? Are you in it for my money that I don't have? So we've settled on it, Taco Bell. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't rip on Jeff Kappel if he took a first date to Taco Bell and got her to pay. That'd be baller. But no, you went to Wendy's. So like I said, let's put a bow on it. Don't tweet at Jeff Kappel about taking his date to Wendy's. He's also the man behind no stadium tax, no new stadium taxes or no stadium taxes. Uh, It's one of the two. And uh, what I like is that he'll tweet from that and then he'll retweet it on his personal Jeff Cavill account as if like, oh, this is a good comment from me. Uh, but Jeff, shout out to your, I love your costumes and I, I go there every Halloween, so <laughs> you're not a total loss. Is that where you get all your money? The oh, Cavill fam- family fortune? Get those Lego hair wigs. <laughs> 
permanently. Um, Nick, before I get into the meaning of life, any yeah. other big uh, thoughts? Uh, you know, we haven't really talked to you this off season. Just your what's your excitement level about the team, and uh, as you're just now getting uh, focusing back in. That's the thing. I really haven't been listening to too many of the podcasts. I know that's gonna put a real. <sighs> I don't know, border between our friendship? Border? Border? <laughs> it's more of a wedge between wedge, you, you, and that's the, you and the, the fans. And it's really not because I've been buying houses. It's because I've been busy joining a certain club that Carl <laughs> Linder is going to be in. So I, I won't go Carl. any further about that. But um, it's been a real... Just a real mess, folks. Last couple months, the um, cryogenic uh, young boy blood transfusion club. Because <laughs> Carl's also a member of that one. So. Oh man, I wish I, there is something I could say about that. Uh, I met a dude the other day that is really into like life extension longevity. I'm not gonna go into it anyway. <laughs> it's like a weirder way of saying there was like some weird shit. Longer. <laughs> there was some weird shit brought up for real, man. Why does life extension sound so much weirder than just like <laughs> trying to like be healthy? Just trying to live, like, like extend your live life. longer. But yeah. life extension sounds yeah. I'm go- I'm aiming for a life extension. Yeah, exactly. Hooking up with the Rothschilds to get like <laughs> kidnapped children to drink their blood. I'm in kind of a way, but <laughs> certainly like. Again, this is just like, like I said last year, childhood dream realized, man. Like, I, I've been, here's the thing. I've been really impressed with MLS play the last couple of years that I've been watching. Um, I don't know about you, but I've seen some real advancing, like advances in quality of MLS. And, um, I mean, the playoffs last year were fucking awesome, dude. I really, yeah. really like that. So that has got me really excited that we have a team that's going to be playing in that in, in that league, and that's always been my dream. Is it's always been about the quality of soccer. Right? To uh, not that the DF uh, or DCFC fans have the same opinion. Um, obviously, they're all about supporter culture and blah blah blah. And yeah, I'm about that too. But for me, I've always been interested in the quality of the play, and that's what we're gonna get. And like, fuck yeah, I'm I'm really pumped about that. And uh, so yeah. I'm excited to see games that aren't tweeted about by Pat Brennan and actually watch on TV. I'm looking forward to going to the games. I'm, I'm now in a position to probably probably go to some away games. So we'll talk about that when we get off. And uh, do want to do want to ask you a favor if I could, since we talked about Wendy's. Can I do that? Please. Can we end this this podcast episode? With, but the descendants cover Wendy. I don't let's play a clip right now. It's okay. Uh, that was C, and because I'm giving a special shout out to a very special someone <laughs> who will be referred to as <laughs> AP. That's all I'm saying. So that's that's my red pigtails, <laughs> freckles, blue overalls. Definitely you know, wait, de- is that little Debbie <laughs> or is that no? No, the Wendy's got the pigtails. But yeah, while we're questioning uh, the existence of life, I, I'm just I'm excited for uh, streamed games and actual like MLS games because. Especially, I've been doing every other week episodes because usually every two weeks there's enough information for one episode. Every week, some of these weeks would be really uh, drowning in nothingness. 
but I start to question myself. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm like, I was like, who gives a shit about this fucking shit? And uh, I mean, the answer is me. I think about this shit way too much. I rack my brain about the most pointless stuff with this fucking team. But uh, you know, I'm. I sometimes I get the feeling like if I just get like one wrong word from someone, like if someone says the wrong thing about the podcast, I, I'll happily just throw it in their face. You know what? Fuck you. I'm not even gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm happy to bury this forever. I just get that feeling and I'm like, am I spending too much of my life's mental energy focusing on the soccer team? What is even the fucking point? But then I'll have like a, I got kind of like a snap to reality and I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what? This makes me happy. It's pointless. And then I'm like, but isn't everything pointless? <laughs> so you just got to pick which pointless thing you care about. And I'm like, my kids, they'll always be there. They're there. <laughs> They're not pointless. But as far as like what I get my jollies off of, I'm gonna stick with this pointless FCC. <laughs> so Nick, how do you find meaning in a, a meaningless existence? Do you think we're putting too much focus on such meaningless things as this team, or do you think we're doing it the right way? You were not kidding. We've got the right tone. <laughs> oh, I think about it all the time. Well, when you you told me that you were gonna have an existential moment. <laughs> Dude. It, it crossed. You, you don't know how much mental energy I put on a seemingly um, low thought out podcast. <laughs> you think there's so little that goes into it, and in a way, there truly is. But in another way, it's going like the last thing I'm going through in my bed when I'm falling asleep. I'm like, hmm, should I make a song this week? <laughs> Look, I'll tell you honestly, like, yeah. You make your own purpose in life and you find your own way. And I don't care what it is, like you can do the most whatever boring, meaningless job. But if you're like, it's like your well-being is being increased, you fucking keep doing it, period. I mean, I've, I've met people that you've never met, Jonah, that like love the songs that you make and talk to, talk to me about them. I'm like, that's really cool. That's really cool that, you know, someone that doesn't even know you is like listening to your songs like a lot and like telling me how great they are so like you don't i don't think you see the impact i'm stepping the, off the edge you don't see the reach that your your podcasts our podcasts are half my really, body's out really the window i'm pulling myself back in <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> shut the shut the window man it's drafty out anyway so i have a five-story house by the way you see, <laughs> yeah i wish we didn't do this on like the fifth floor but come <laughs> i'm sitting back in my chair just know there's people out there that you've never met that you've you've touched and they they love you for it god bless them they're the real heroes um not amelia who never comes on the show even though she's been scheduled as a co-host for the last six episodes i'll never forget um <laughs> nick my final thought will be a question for you okay. as someone who's been going to back to school for psychology mm -hmm. for um because you want to work for an ad agency and you want to get into people's mind that's it I'm yeah basically yeah, okay. persuasion and manipulation <laughs> yes is there one thing you've read during your psychology studies that you really put you on your butt for a second? You were like, wow, I never thought about that. Yeah, well, this is probably not the answer you're looking for, but I took a... Um, I took a... Introduction to psychology? No, <laughs> it's called uh, Sensation of Perception. And here's the thing. Mm, okay, like everybody fucking buckle up here. <laughs> this is some shit that will blow you, your mind, man. So, yeah, like your eye, you have involuntary 
eye movements and voluntary eye movements. Like I'm looking at you right now. It's a voluntary eye movement. <laughs> but you also have these involuntary eye movements. So they're like little spasms and like micro saccades, right? So here's sure. the thing. It's crazy. If your eye didn't do that, if it wasn't constantly moving and perceiving change over borders, like every you know, millisecond or so, sure. you would experience what's called a Ganziot effect, which is you basically would go blind. Your eye has to move in order to keep sweeping the borders and changes in your environment in order for you to see, essentially. So, like, if you were to put some type of, like, you know, like paralyze your eye from having these movements, like, you wouldn't be able to see. And that fucked my head up. Like, it still <laughs> is fucking insane to me. So, yeah, I know, I know that's not what you're looking for, the, no, but it, blew, it blows my mind, man. perfect. So it's like, you know, the fact that I'm going to be able to watch us fucking draining the net on some fucking team this year is going to be even more enriched by the fact that I know that uh, I'm not going blind because I'm seeing the ball move. You know, that little factoid, someone like an Eckhart Tolle or uh, <laughs> what's his name? Deepak Chopra. Oh, yeah. I bet they could turn that into a metaphor so easily. <laughs> like I could see it now. You'd be like, they'd tell that story about how... Uh, I don't know, fractoids. <laughs> uh, if you don't keep your eyes moving, you'll go blind. Like like they'd say something like, if, yes, you... if you're overly focused on one thing and don't see what's going on around you, you're blind to your reality. That's I mean, the, the metaphor is right there. Or like if you didn't embrace change, like you would, you would be blind to the purpose of life. Yes. Exactly. Man, that's how they do that. They read one scientific, not, not you, Nick. You're on no, the right no, it's path. Called, it's called uh, pseudoscience, yeah. Well, they take one scientific fact and then they extrapolate it. In, the same time I've said extrapolate. Mm. Uh, I'll throw in a milk toast for Zach. He says that's my favorite word. Uh, you get a milk toast philosopher. <laughs> they take one bit of scientific fact, they extrapolate that into a metaphor, and then they base their whole pseudoscience religion on it. And... Um, I love it personally. That's kind of, you know, it's like kind of what FCC is. It's kind of like a pseudoscience, pseudoscience religion. <laughs> and I can guarantee one thing, and this isn't a shot. You're not going to hear talk like this on CST. That is for sure. <laughs> Maybe uh, I could, you could say it's a negative about us. but uh, Pseudoscience and dad talk. Uh, Nick, have you seen, and if you haven't, it's a great watch, the Netflix documentary on uh, fire. Tony Robbins. Oh, I thought you were going to talk not, about the fire. Everyone's of course, hot. Everyone's hot on that right now, and no. it is really a good watch. I it think it's good, but uh, I think it's called. It's either I'm not your guru or I'm not your fucking guru. I think it's not your fucking guru. Yeah, the thing about the fire festival. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, is that the one where the guy pretends to be a guru? Like, no, seriously. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm. That's. I know what you're talking about. That one was pretty good, but it was kind no, of shitty a, for him to do. This that is just anyway. like a more of a positive look about a, you know, Tony Robbins. Yes, I do. The inspirational, sp- huge speaker. hands, right? He's enormous. You should watch that. It's pretty fucking crazy. But uh, these pe- people really like this guy. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Give it a watch. I'm sure there's some psychology in there. Oh, no, it's crazy, man. Like you get in like social psychology, you start understanding like uh, persuasiveness and uh, how that actually works. I mean, like Donald Trump, obviously, you know, you and I were, you know, we're big fans of him. And uh, oh, yeah, I'd vote for him twice. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you if you look at that through a through the lens of like, uh, persuasiveness. That guy is like, I mean, it's shitty. Don't get me wrong. It's this, there's a lot of ethical problems with it, obviously, but that guy is like textbook persuasiveness, you know? So, yeah. Well, you know, we're she had to get Donald Trump in there. We just want to, we just want to be led. And, uh, I hope that's what I am for you. 
leading my cattle towards me. Shepherd. <laughs> um, on that note, Monday, finally, the big jersey reveal. I'm pretty convinced I know what the jersey looks like. I know I talk a lot of shit. I have not seen the physical jersey, so uh, I don't want to write a story that's complete fiction. But I think I know what it's going to be. And I think you can still go 10 bucks. I guess it goes to charity, but it's, I'm still a little annoyed at having to spend $10. Nick, I'm going to assume you will not be there you know um again it's just like this fucking work thing is just really no what time is it at i don't know seven seven oh well, i can't use I an don't excuse know going i just the pictures you sent us about the jerseys that you think yes so you think that those might be it <laughs> so like yes so like they're really gonna do just that just a good guess they're gonna do that Cheese Cooney Bitch. <laughs> By most time, uh, everyone's seen, you know, if it's not Reddit or something else, everyone's seen the, something that looks close to what it's going to be. But uh, the exact thing, yeah, we'll see Monday. I mean, nice to finally get that over with. Yeah, the Cheese Cooney Badge is like, I really hope they kind of reconsider. <laughs> yeah, make it it's bigger. It's very sensitive. Make it bigger, more pronounced. Um, also, since this is just a completely corporate podcast, if you didn't know, if you uh, become a member of the Pride, you get 20% off. From soccer.com, you get 20% off your jersey. It basically, or even more percent, basically your membership will pay for itself. If you get a kit by what you sell, if you're going to get a kit anyways, do it through the pride. Do it through soccer.com. It pays for itself and you get a scarf. Look, I don't care if you don't. It sounds like I need you to join. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Don't do it. You can join the bridge. You can join the mob. It doesn't matter. Bailey orphans, Jimmy's kids, Leonard's ladies, they're all great. They all have their benefits. None of them have the jersey benefit, though. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. So join it. If you want to be closer to me, if you want to see me at events, if you want to hug me, you're not allowed to. But if you want to, I'll be there. You can imagine it. Nick, Nick's thinking about it. I can tell. He's getting close. Jonah was staring me in the fucking eyes in the last couple of minutes going through Fractoids. all that, he is... I was fractoid the fuck out of him. He's burning for me to, <laughs> to join the pride here. I've well, had thoughts. I've had thoughts about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, you'd, enjoy, you'd it. enjoy being on the Slack. And a uh, shout out to uh, Max and uh, Chris from the pride because they have some... Uh, most would call them obnoxious. Some would call them in, say, intolerable conversations about uh, <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> And like, uh, what is free will and choice and all these? Oh, dude, yeah, they're I, using some giant words. Nick, you might enjoy that. I would like that. I like Max anyway. So, I, yeah, I should, well, I if you like never-ending never uh, philosophical <laughs> existential questions. Well, more importantly, was was that Max recorded those vocals for the? Uh, what was it like that was real? Yeah, was that him for real? It is him. Max, Damn, dude, Max is a. Max will also be coming out with, uh, he's got a new, a new tune, a four-minute rap diss of pretty much every team in the MLS. Oh, tight. And uh, multi-talented. So shout out to Kakarot out there. Max, you want to join our fake new metal band that we're, we've been talking about, Dylan? What was it? I forget the name of it. We have a fake new metal band. You do? Yeah, with Max. Oh, I was going to, oh, okay. I was going to say. Uh, and, um, as long as it's not Suffer with the PH. No. <laughs> we can go on tour. It's called Autofocus. <sighs> and the foe is a F-A-U-K-X. <laughs> Kiss. I was going to so. say, you got you to follow the rules, man. <laughs> Autofocus. Yes, yeah, so look out for that. And shouts to uh, Mike Madden out there, too also part of autofocus but uh final thoughts nick i mean i think we've wrapped this up pretty Man, beautifully well, exactly I, the way you want to end a podcast I, I think so um i just hope zach listens to this and realizes that he's I, not I, clearly I, not needed no <laughs> no no i'm not saying that not zach i didn't say it no that i i can you know i can step up to the plate sometimes and he when he can't make it i can do it <laughs> 
and eventually we'll, in me, Zach. we'll all see a game and we'll have something to comment on. I can't wait. <laughs> Nick, for you, for showing up, I'll end the podcast with one of the songs from that fucking band that you keep telling me. Oh, Sleepwalk. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you, I'll let you okay. Pick a this, track from them. So yeah, these dudes are from Chicago. Um, they're shoegaze slash dream pop. Uh, you don't care. <laughs> this song is called Earwing. In a moment, it will be my final thoughts. Uh, Louisville, whenever Ben Lunton goal, Columbus never. Also, I got to mention this real quick. Caleb Porter. I don't know if you saw. He gave a little speech and he said, "I'm going to make sure Cincinnati." hates us more than anything or something so we decided to take the other tact and we're gonna love caleb porter no matter what we're just gonna fuck with him and pull the old okie doke caleb we love you even if columbus beats us 30 to nothing we still love you caleb Sit you can't hugs. you can't make us hate you all right as as hard as you will try we love you it's your fans who are fucking pieces of shit okay we love you caleb can't wait to have you as part of our team uh fans can go to hell caleb love you I would never tell you to tweet about Jeff Kappel taking his date to Wendy's and making her pay for it. I would never do that. But if you want to, to further endear yourself to us, because we love you, please do it. Um, yeah, Amelia, what's good? Cecilia, sorry that you're not moving into my brother's new house. Rise to get up here. <laughs>